0: Buzz Lightyear Mission Log. I am uh, currently on the planet called Earth in a Discord channel known as Bomb Squad Productions. There does not appear to be any sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hi, I am CG Tanner Richard Craft, and welcome to the Bomb Squad Podcast. And with me I have...
1: Tanner, are you narrating again? No! I'm Austin Sweebleman.
0: I'm Ethan Hawker. We have a very special guest making his first appearance. Yeah, uh, I'm Simon Burdick. Woo! <laughs> Simon, Simon, what would you say it is you do? What would you say you do here?
2: What do you do? <laughs> Jpeg No, what are you? <laughs> or what are you? I'm a human being Uh, I'm an animator I'm still in college I'm finishing up my senior year this coming year But yeah, hoping to break into the games industry And uh, just all things animation You know (laughs) I'm glad you could all make it We need to discuss finances today Uh, It's just me I know You owe me 20 bucks Simon is an old
0: uh, friend and co-worker of Ethan and I's From our uh, days in war (laughs) a.k.a. the IT service desk at Webster University, and we're very excited to have him on. And uh, if you can't tell from the fact that I am animated, we're talking about the newest Pixar film, Lightyear. The the Pixar film that is surely the best one, because this is the one they finally released in theaters. Um, But before we talk about the new Lightyear movie, I'm kind of curious about um, what is our history with Buzz Lightyear, the character I'm sure we all grew up with Toy Story in some way, but the character specifically—what is a what does he mean to us? Austin, I'll start with you.
1: My history with Buzz is fairly standard. My dad bought us copies of Toy Story One and Two on VHS uh, when we were little. Uh, this is Goofy, but I actually learned uh, about the twists in The Empire Strikes Back because of Toy Story Two. Uh, little Austin
2: saw. You killed my father. No, Buzz. I am your father. Before I got around to seeing people, you killed it. No.
1: I think Maya and I used to watch Star Command, the animated show on Toon Disney. And we got a copy of that movie and enjoyed it a whole lot. The whole idea of a movie where Buzz loses his original work partner and then slowly accommodates to a new team of rookies. Then there's a third act twist where somebody on Zerg's side isn't who you think they are. Actually, I went to him. Evil is just so much more profitable than good <laughs> and more fun. That's just a good movie. Back to you, Tanner.
0: Interesting. Sounds pretty familiar there.
3: Ethan, what is your history of Lightyear? My history with Lightyear? Uh, Toy Story 2 was the first film I ever saw in theaters, actually. Yeah, that was the, the one. I, I barely, barely remember it. But yeah, that was the first movie. You were
0: like one, weren't you?
3: Oh, well, golly. Um, did that come out in 2000? Exactly, basically. Like, I think I was like three or four. Yeah, but that was the very first film I ever saw in theaters. And I I remember liking it. Like, I had it on video later, too. I think I had Toy Story 2 on video before I ever had Toy Story 1. And then I liked it quite Quite a bit. I had the Toy Story 2 PS1 game, uh, that open world collect-a-thon, which is a lot of fun. Like, I think, I don't know, I played it semi-recently, and it holds up pretty well. And I watched the animated television series, of course, which uh, is still a lot of fun. It has some some good animation, like, as far as, you know, syndicated Disney stuff, it's up there with the best stuff to come out of the Disney Tune studio, I think, in particular. I was reminded of it a lot recently, um, for reasons aside from the obvious. But yeah, that's the the gist of my history with um, but and the, the Toy Story franchise connected to him. Ethan was
0: reminded of it because he realized I'm a rookie. He has to babysit all the time, like Buzz Lightyear does
2: in the, in the show. Isn't that right, Ethan? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, Simon.
0: All right, Simon. What about you?
2: Yeah, um, I grew up with Toy Story 1, 2, and then Buzz Lightyear of Star Command on VHS tape. And, like, oh, I have, like, audio bits from those movies stuck in my head. Just because, like, when you're a kid, you watch things on loop. I've set my laser from stun to kill.
0: Ah, great,
1: great. Yeah, and if anyone attacks us, we can blink them to death.
2: And like it doesn't lose entertainment value, and so I, I have seen Toy Story too many times, and the Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie I thought was the coolest thing. We didn't have cable TV though growing up, so I never actually knew it was a cartoon until much later in my life. But yeah, no, I was a big fan. I had a Buzz Lightyear action figure. It
0: was it was it was good stuff. Hell yeah! All right, so my history of Buzz Lightyear. A little little different. Of course, I grew up with the first two Toy Story movies on VHS all the time. I also had a copy of the Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie version with Tim Allen in the voice. I had that same tape and I grew up with those. And like Simon, I watched them all the time. So I had those uh, movies basically memorized by heart. At least I did as a kid. What are we going to do, Buzz? Use your head.
1: But I don't want to use my head.
0: I was always more of a Woody guy growing up, though. Save your booze. I'm a big Tom Hanks fan. But uh, in terms of Buzz Lightyear specifically, though, so in 2002, Disney partnered with Kellogg's to release three cereal boxes that had promotional CD tapes of music on them or discs rather. And my parents got the Buzz Lightyear one, which included the Buzz Lightyear three song little CD of just at the time I thought it was like the level of Bach or Beethoven. I thought it was that level of quality in classics. As an adult listening to the songs now, I realize it's a bunch of middle-aged men desperately trying to cling on to their dreams, thinking just one more little shitty job for Disney and then they'll give me my own band. You know, normal things. But I uh, used to listen to those songs all the time as a kid. I, if we were on the last song of the CD, I would make my mom drive longer to let the CD finish before she would pull into our drive. Driveway, because I just wanted to hear all the music. I don't know why. Austin, you can play a bit of it here. I guarantee you it won't get picked up by copyright because nobody cares.
2: Well, we know that-
0: It sounds terrible. It isn't good music. I don't know what I was thinking. But <laughs> I loved it so much as a kid. That that was Buzz Lightyear to me. Buzz Lightyear was a 47-year-old man saying, Rumi's a real space toy. Like Elvis constipated on the toilet seconds before dying. That's what that, that sounded like. Also, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just very niche. I think it's very funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just buried your head in like you were upset. I brought up Elvis's death. No, I... I'm just so
1: excited to talk about the best Pixar movie I've ever seen.
0: All right, Austin, then let's get into it. The best Pixar movie you've ever seen. Or thoughts on Lightyear overall. You know why
1: this movie's called Lightyear? Because he only travels one lightyear. Oh! This movie stays put, and I'm not sure that's exactly the coolest thing they could have done with this property. Early on, the sort of dialogue and, like, the very transparent character arc that they set up for Buzz, it was just so stock and by the numbers, I was wondering, like, when's the big switch-up gonna happen? This is Pixar! Then, it hits me like a thousand pounds of fucking bricks. They have this time travel montage, where Buzz is trying to get everybody home. Everyone's been comparing it to Interstellar, but I know what they really ripped off they ripped off click the adam sandler movie click. okay buzz is just uh, out of a man out of time and everyone he knew that one person he knew that they're dead now and he's the same age and i was like holy shit maybe this is it maybe this movie's gonna really pick up from here and it kind of did i gotta give credit the action adventure stuff was okay i did not did not like the side characters very much and for some reason i was very annoyed by the sort of pen thing because i was just like would this really bother anyone who doesn't work on movies or watch a lot of movies because it just seems like the most like i don't know think about it for two seconds setup they could have done for the whole movie is just like oh it's a fucking pen anybody need a pen they need a pen at the climax i was like fuck Everything about this felt like kind of half-assed. You can sell anything. Uh, Sell 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 me
2: this fucking pen right here. You can sell anything. Sell
1: that. Go ahead. Sell me that pen. Also, I wish they'd done it, made it look like a 90s movie. That's something that they, like, right in the beginning, they're just like, oh, this is the movie Andy saw that made Lightyear happen. And I wish they had (laughs) done some things aesthetically to maybe play on that, because I remember being really excited watching WandaVision, like, oh, Disney's incorporating that fun sort of internet creativity where they, they... parody like the fucking way things used to look in genres that aren't parodied a lot like the look of a 90s movie isn't something that you see all the time you know you get more like stuff that looks like 80s so it would have been fun and unique for them to do that (laughs) I think this just is a pretty run of the mill movie I did think the twist was kind of cool because I was expecting them to pick up on the I'm your father thing and they managed to expect that's what I was going to think so I had a little bit of fun with it but I don't think this is a very remarkable Pixar movie I think it's just kind of a punchline that it's like they release so many really excellent Pixar movies and then this is the one that like gets all the traction in theaters
0: back to you Tanner established IP oh. all right Ethan I already know what you think so I'll save you for last but Simon, what did you think of Lightyear?
2: I didn't think it was terrible, but I didn't think it was like anything transformative or really like great. I very much enjoyed the modeling. It was like a hard surface modeling fever dream or not fever dream, um, wet dream. <laughs> very different. <laughs> they just had so much fun making so many cool materials and making so many cool surfaces and sci-fi stuff. Even like the change up of the suit. And, like, they have, like, the traditional toy suits right at the end. But the suits themselves in the film I really enjoyed for, like, the majority of the film. I just felt like the art was great, but I just didn't really care for the story. (laughs) Where the story was fun, I I did like the the sequence where time dilation's occurring. I thought that's just a fun novel idea. And I haven't really seen a kid's movie try to tackle a heavy sci-fi concept like that in a while. But the rest of it was just kind of like, oh, this is just like kind of cookie cutter plot. And I know that the example with the pen that's going to come in later and the moment they need it. And that's just how the writing felt for everything is I know what's going to happen and it's not fulfilling because it's not taking me by surprise or changing my, my point of view. <laughs> Stop locking
0: me. All very fair stuff. I'll talk about it more later, but man, that whole time dilation thing in a kid's movie though. Surprising they would go there. I have more thoughts on yeah. that later.
1: <laughs> they did time dilation and up. They just did it through filmic editing instead. Like, the they idea of a time
0: ma- dilation, Ethan, that's getting older. It, I'm not Ethan. even. Austin, where am I? Who are you people? What? Oh, God. It's the same general premise, you know?
1: They're getting older and dying very quickly, you know? It's, it's just one character stays young. I think the kids can handle it, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I got pretty hurt by it.
0: Kids are smart. They can pick up on the concept. It's the heaviness of it that I thought was like, whoa, you're telling me a kid in 1995 thought this was great? In 2003, when I was like five years old, you know what I liked? I liked ships that go whoosh. Yeah. E- 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 Ethan, you've been very quiet because I imagine you've soured on Lightyear since we've seen it.
3: Uh, not totally um, Like I think again That first I want to say third But it's probably like The first 20-15 minutes is, is readily the strongest Part of the film By a fair margin I think the rest of it is I don't know Filler Like it's not as bad As Onward or anything Where it's just yeah. Rote nonsense um, yeah. And like yeah Everything sort of Ethan hates Onward With a passion Every time he sure. sees The
0: Blu-ray Every time <laughs> he sees The Blu-ray case at Target He punches me in the face For some reason <laughs> <But>
3: still, <laughs> Um I, I do that with other things too Like it's unrelated But also He hits yeah. me a lot At least help But no, the um the visual style of it is like I, I do I agree with Austin's take a bit more I wish it looked a bit more like an actual 90s film like for some reason the one I kept be- being brought back to was the um 90s adaptation of Lost in Space it's aesthetic it's pretty close to but like if they just did some more stuff with like saturated colors and, and the lighting I think that would suit it also it would suit the models a little, a little bit more because there's a lot of like I don't know realistic texturing but they're still very chunky models like it reminds me of a video game particularly of like the the 2016 doom is the one everyone obviously compares it to <laughs> for the armor kind of vaguely resembling the the doom slayer armor but um yeah. like a little bit of like fallout 4 a little bit of the outer worlds especially but again the outer worlds also has a more saturated visual style that's a bit more appealing but i still like um like i think it still works especially for this sort of that sort of toyetic look i don't know i just think i wish it made a bit more of a commitment towards stylization negative that would compromise my nutritional regimen yeah. Having it all stuck on the one planet. Bad idea. I think that there were no real stakes um, in that they need to save everyone. But there's no like countdown to destruction for the shield or anything like It's just like, yeah, everyone's fine. They're just all all hunkered down. Like I thought Laser it was going to be, shield. I thought he was going to come back and everyone had died. I thought that and that would have been compelling. Um, Except like a handful of people, maybe. Yeah. Like like some yeah. resistance. Group holding out That sort of thing I I didn't hate The extended cast I thought they could be Could be fun um, Even if they were You know They were archetypes Clearly And like not super engaging archetypes, but they they fill their role enjoyably. I like typically how they interact with Buzz in particular, maybe not so much amongst themselves. The biggest gripe and the thing I was happiest with at the same time is I really liked the design of Zerg and the Zerg ships and the the Zerg bots, the Hornets, but they're not called Hornets um in this. I like that they say Berserg, which is, I think, a reference to the arcade game Berserk because um, they kind of look like the robots from from that which had, like, primitive synthesized speech as well. But, you know, maybe that's completely off-base. Uh, maybe it's a reference to Kentaro Mira's manga. But,
2: um, <laughs> Definitely that one. <laughs>
3: exactly. Um, I like And I like Zerg's design. Um, I, the twist didn't really do it for me. I, I feel like having Zerg just be an antagonist. Didn't
0: we have a solution to the Zerg twist on the car on the way home?
3: I, I, I really just wanted him to be, like, Something sort of camp. I think you suggested that it should have been his partner, and then we both agreed no, that would have been bad, making the black lesbian woman the. the (laughs) That was like an idea. That that would be messy. I remember. (laughs) What if
0: it was like the rookie from the beginning of the movie? I think that was my idea. Yeah,
3: that would have been bad, but it would have been maybe better. Like the current twist as it stands isn't that great either. Yeah, that's the problem is that it's it's all leaning towards its larger thesis statement, which it just sort of hammers home a bit too much. Like Buzz needs to trust other people. I, I think it's not a good sign. Like that I think that that pilot film is good, but it's probably not a great sign when the Disney direct to video film is handling the larger thematic core of your film in a way that feels less like just beat you over the head and more natural. Naturalistic and more conducive towards um, sort of fun I space opera. I what I
0: said. No, it wasn't changing the twist. I suggested that old Buzz be voiced by Patrick Warburton. Okay, and no, you that were been for that. Yeah, that <laughs> would have been really good. Because
3: um, Patrick, Patrick Warburton plays him in the television series, uh, that would have been good and like funny. Like, it
0: wouldn't fix the twist, but I think it would make at least you and I more accepting of it.
3: That's the spirit. Now listen up, team. Here's the plan. Warburton is good. I like him. But yeah, that's that was very critical. But I, I think it's when you're watching it, it's a fun enough time. It's it's solid. But I, I think it's easily the least impressive thing that Pixar has put out since Onward. Like, it's still better than Onward, but like, it's probably the closest thing quality-wise.
0: I mean, yeah, Onward was the last thing that was in the pipeline when Lassiter worked there still and everything soul onward has all been the Pete Doctor CCO era from what I understand. Can't believe Pete had his first miss. And hey, you and I were talking about this the other day. His misses are better than Lassiter's misses, which are Cars too and Brave.
3: Yeah, to be fair, also Brave, um, by all counts, that was a large part of that was Lassiter being very terrible to the director to the point where she had to leave. Yeah, but no, let's go.
0: Let's go on, Tanner. Come on. Um, I did really like the movie a lot, not as much as Pixar's past three outputs, which I think Soul and Turning Red, especially those two are like, I think Soul is the best movie Pixar's made, period. And I think Turning Red is up there. So this is definitely a step down from that consistent string of original, high quality, inventive stuff into this super photorealistic style that I think ultimately works. Um, I do like... Am I crazy, or did they put, like, a film grain filter on the movie?
1: If they were smart and they wanted to make this actually look like a 90s film, they would have used Kodak Vision 3 500T, which every single fucking 90s film was shot on. They would have done the syncopy <laughs> thing where they fucking put it on film from the CG, and then
0: been, they scanned it again. They should have pressed the good movie button. I know
2: they have. It. Yeah.
0: That's how they made Cars 3. <laughs> <laughs> Cars 3 John Lasseter repeatedly pressing the good movie button. Um, That's how movies are made, right, guys? Mm -hmm. That's how you guys make cartoons. I did like the movie. Like I said, I agree with Ethan where I think the first, like, 20 minutes is probably the best part of the film. I also Mm -hmm. really like the third act, though, even though I think there's a weird structural problem where the second act is a little too long and the third act is a little too short. Everything after the twist is revealed I think is really well-paced and really fun. I especially love the moment where Buzz ejects from his ship. Gets his wings mm. Shoots from his laser And says Not today Zurg I think Ethan can say
3: I just about Jumped out of my seat Yeah when they re- Repeat the lines From Toy Story 2 When they they say when, yeah. yeah. I mean, the the when I, when the I did
0: Oh they did the thing I
3: know <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm one of those guys. I'm sorry. To be fair, I liked it too. Like, it was like, oh, that's neat. Like, And plus the actual cute. action was well choreographed and the layouts were good.
1: Uh, when they jump out of the ship, when they pull that Halo 2 bullshit, I don't see <laughs> films do that very often. That was cool. Especially kids' yeah. films. They're like in space coming down through the atmosphere and they're not like inside something for part of it. I was like, wow!
0: And how... Buzz literally had to physically maneuver the ship from the outside, and I was sitting there thinking, "What
2: if they killed Buzz? What? <laughs> well, they didn't. It, it, would this movie they gotta be sell pa- toys? Yeah, they, though they got to sell the toys. He can't Tanner, kill Buzz. Right? <laughs> Taylor. They did kill Buzz.
0: Buzz killed you know, Buzz. Buy Buzz as yeah, cat. That's true. They did kill Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but no, 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 no! I told you how. So there are three after credit scenes in this movie. Unfortunately, Ethan and I missed the third um, one well, because, because the who the hell? Who the hell puts an after credit scene? After the logos of your after credit scene that you put at the end of your (laughs) credit. Here's what it does. It was after credit scene, logos, third scene. We walked out during the logos because why would there be another scene? Yeah, that's usually how it ends. It's over by that point. But this one was actually teasing something, which was a shot of Zerg floating in space and his eyes light up.
2: You know, maybe maybe he's
0: a robot or something. Maybe they'll make light year two electric Piccolo or something. Piccolo Uh, from Dragon Ball Z. Who wins in a fight? Buzz Lightyear or Piccolo? Piccolo. (laughs) Definitely Piccolo. Piccolo easily. Yeah, Yeah, Piccolo easily. I don't know where I was going with this. (laughs) I I hate the fact that this is the movie Disney-Pixar put out in the theaters finally after three straight movies of straight to Disney+, and it's kind of bombing at the box office. I worry... About what that means for the future of the Pixar brand. Maybe the movie deserves this when, quite frankly, the neatest thing I get out of it was that they developed a new virtual IMAX camera for the movie. So when it came out in IMAX theaters, it would be in the 1.43 by one aspect ratio for IMAX cinemas. They developed a whole new virtual camera for it because, of course, they did. Pixar can't make a movie without inventing something. Isn't that why their budgets
1: are so high, Ethan? $200 million just for this. What? Uh, I mean, like, yeah, they
3: got they got Disney money, but that's, that's sort of a Disney thing where they make up a new process for a lot of their movies.
0: Tangled made hair, I think.
1: Uh, no, no, hair was Monsters, Inc. There, there's this really um, excellent video on YouTube of a timeline of some of their technical advances, highlights, and such. I think hair was Monsters, Inc. And then, like, mm. the fuck was Bugs Life? It was, like, soft body simulation for the Caterpillar. Yeah. Stuff like that.
2: Wally was like when they finally got metals to look good. And Ratatouille, they did a lot with subsurface scattering to get the food to look
0: right, and like you can even see it on the rat's nose and stuff. I think one of those movies, they did something cool with water. I can't remember which one. Finding Nemo. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... Oh. I should have just... That was a fucking gimme.
3: Let me talk about that fish picture. That fish picture. <laughs> it's, right? a fish picture.
0: it's a fish picture. but it ain't of Hey, how about the
3: fishes? Come on! And that's a reference to the, the commentary for Ralph Bakshi's Wizards.
0: I have a pitch for the Lightyear movie after this brief
3: commercial break. <laughs>
0: All right, we're back. So, here's my pitch, guys. Lightyear, but Buzz is played by James Gandolfini doing his Tony Soprano thing. Uh, James Gandolfini this is, is my- dead.
2: <laughs> what? When was someone going to tell me this? We'll just digi-double him with with, with Hollywood magic. Yeah. Digi-volve? Exactly. <laughs> Not digi-volve, digi-double. What does James Gandolfini digi-volve <laughs> into?
0: Uh,
3: James Gandolfini the white. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you aware of the Shane Acker movie, 9, from, like, 2009? Whenever that movie came out? nobody saw that. I remember that movie. Nobody saw that, Austin. Okay, so... I I remember it, but, like, it bombed, didn't it? Fucking, um, that movie had a trailer that uses a Coheed and Cambria song, and that trailer was fucking fun to watch every time. I think it's the song Welcome Home. I can't remember the actual, but it's got sick guitar riffs, right? And this trailer, similarly, has a cool song I really like, a remix of Starman by David Bowie. And I was waiting the whole film and i was just realizing i'm like this is pretty lackluster i hope they use starman because that would really pick this up as some bowie right now and they fucking didn't I, I was really wanting for that because it was like i, I was grabbing at nothing for a lot of this
0: let's all, let's all ask ourselves this question what is better light year the 2020 22 move <laughs> how many times did i say 20 time <laughs> dilation <laughs> the 2022 movie or buzz Lightyear year star command I think it's close. The first one. What's
1: better? What's that kid's name? Hold on. There was a character, um, Warp Drive. What the fuck was the the guy who turns? The double agent for Zerg. Warp Dark
3: Matter. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Warp
1: Dark Matter. You think he's dead, but then he's really Speed Racer's brother, Racer X.
2: And he's (laughs) working for Zerg. (laughs) same joke. Look, Lightyear, I've been on Zerg's payroll since the Academy. My name's Dark Matter. We're surprised here. I think Buzz
3: Lightyear of Star Command, if only because I think it achieves its goal. um, And I'm impressed with what they were able to do with obviously far less in the way of like funding and time to actually work on this. Like, because, you know, you're compared, like, I don't know, I I take the means to make something into account quite a bit when I assess a film and Buzz Lightyear of Star Command was made on a small fraction, like probably less than like one one hundredth of Lightyear's budget. Um, And I think it is, if not of higher quality, like by its objective merits, then more enjoyable.
2: It's impossible. Tad Stones. Was able to build this in a cave! Uh, Simon, what about you? I don't know. Just because... I, I really love the old original so it's just nostalgia talking if I'm gonna say it's better That's fair. I haven't seen it in a hot minute and so it might just be really shitty but <laughs> me, as a little kid I love I love that and so I, I don't think I have a bull in this fight just because it, it would come from a place of nostalgia and I would say that the um, old one is better but I would say the art in the new one is a lot better even though it's it's very very like Pixar style it's very like kind of blah normal 3d whatever what you expect when you think of 3D film um, but there's a lot of time and polish put into it which is something that I admire.
0: That's why I like Turning Red so much though because yes, it didn't yeah. feel like the normal Pixar blah thing I'm so used to. That's Luca, why I really love Turning Red.
2: Yeah, Luca and Turning Red were good at that because it's it's totally different. They have a, a fully different rigging system in order, oh, to really? get, yeah, in order to get the characters to move like that because like you'll have a mouth that stretches to <laughs> the size of a, a person's face almost kind of like Calvin and Hobbes like and that's a it's a different like they have like a mesh rigging system where they put like a, a lattice around the whole model and rather than um controlling like vertices with bones you're controlling this lattice and that allows you to to get these different poses and complex shapes
0: See, this is why Spider-Verse is objectively the greatest movie ever made. Because now even
2: Pixar is letting themselves experiment because yeah, of Yeah, yeah. I think it, it was destined to come, though. Just take the Toy Story 4 where they had like, that hyper-realistic cat. <laughs> when I
0: watched Toy Story 4 and everything in the opening scene looked real except the toys, yeah. I kind of went, how do you where do you go from here? It, yeah. I don't know where you go and from that's here. that's what the industry's is doing this is where right you go. Now. For like the record, like Simon and I famously saw Toy Story 4 in theaters. And yeah. <laughs> the trailers that played before the movie, there was a variety of trailers, but one of them, considering it was a Disney Pixar movie, was the trailer. <laughs> it was the trailer for Frozen 2. Towards the end of it, there's this shot of this like Gollum ogre looking thing in the forest standing up. And when that shot in the trailer played, I leaned over to Simon and said, it sounded completely serious and with absolutely enthusiasm it's Shrek <laughs> it like we just lost
2: it because <laughs> you sounded so <laughs> earnest like he <you> sounded like <laughs> it they actually <laughs> put Shrek it's the crossover I <laughs> Shrek and frozen <laughs> there's so much like childlike wonder <laughs> oh god did Chris Evans do good
0: as buzz I think all of the actors that have played Buzz have done a good job.
3: Yeah, I think he channels Alan well enough while, while putting his own spin on it. He kind of, by default, sort of sounds a little bit like Tim Allen. Tim well, Allen. they have the I, same birthday. Maybe they're the same person. That would be...
0: Oh, be I scary. think this movie would be significantly better if at one point when Buzz needs advice, he goes to a random yard fence and a hat pops up behind it. And then Buzz turns to the camera and goes...
2: <laughs> <laughs> that would have changed my whole opinion on the movie.
0: I saw an alien
3: craft land did you see little green men come out of it
2: missing three little green men last seen star command
3: science day yeah that would have been a major home improvement
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> what about socks i guess we should probably talk about socks,
0: socks? you have a oh, yeah.
3: gamer tag
0: yeah, I saw when I saw Soxes enter the server, I went, yes.
2: They stole my yes. gamer tag. Tixar <laughs> unapologetically just took it from me. Sox is the best fucking socks. Yeah, Sox party. is very good.
0: Oh my god, I can't believe we haven't. Thank god, Austin. I would have felt like an idiot if we never brought him up. No, that was Ethan. You keep complaining us. This
3: is really insulting to Austin.
0: Who are you guys? I've, I've never... All I know is Simon.
3: That is all I know. We love Simon.
0: My first words were Simon, Simon Burger.
2: Okay, so let's talk about Simon. <laughs>
0: I know he's Mr. We're going to make merchandise off of this. But you know what? I'm a sucker for those sometimes. I love socks. I love that. He's like, I bought you five minutes. I yeah, like that he yeah. doesn't
2: sound too cute. He's a good piece of comedy because it's, it's also very um, he's just situational and like he'll just do something that's natural for him that we're not expecting, like the spinning the head around and going beep, boop, beep, boop, or like the meow, 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 meow. Like, I love that stuff. I eat that up. And it's just silly, stupid jokes.
0: And I love him blowing on the cartridge, the GPS. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how it's like, hey, this is from the 90s, guys. Yeah, yeah it's a very
2: good gag comedy.
3: Yeah, it's a very dry, sort of like monotone um, delivery that makes it seem like natural and not super cutesy. It's genuinely charming while also having a bit of, I don't know, general warmth. Yeah, they, they really strike a good balance with socks in general. A uh, fun fact before we even get into the trivia corner, but I don't know if uh, socks shows up in the the feature proper. But on the um, the Blu-ray cover for Turning Red, socks is specifically on the UHD sleeve for the Target exclusive edition. If you actually look at the proper UHD uh, case, no, that's
2: funny. What there is the? no
3: socks. If you take it out of the sleeve and take the actual case out, he is not on the um, regular UHD. So it's case. only on the like the sleeve slip. Yeah, it's only on the slip.
2: That happens a lot with um, Pixar because it's it's way easier to reuse assets or already designed things. And so they probably had, like, the division that was making all of, like, the stickers that she puts in her notebook and, like, drawing styles and stuff um, for turning red. And so they were just like, oh, we have this cute cat design. Let's just turn it into vector art. <laughs> uh, socks from the
1: trailers looked like he was going to be really frustrating. Like, the trailers yeah, gave me the impression I wasn't going to like socks at all.
0: Yeah, mm. uh, and then in the movie, he's, like, perfect. I just love the moment when Buzz is just like, Buzz, I have the deus ex machina. Yeah,
1: he, he tells him just work on something for 62 years. Because uh, <laughs> he's trying to be condescending to his cat. He's just like, play with the mouse. And he's like, you got anything more challenging? And then he fucking drops him somewhere for 62 years to figure out hyperspeed crystal fusion or whatever. And then he does! <laughs> he
0: just does! But he doesn't, like, save it into his memory banks, I guess. Yeah, that was because kind of Because they dumb. destroy the formula. I don't.
2: Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get that.
0: Tanner's Trivia Corner. I have the trivia, baby. There's not a lot. The Space Ranger suit that Darby wears throughout the film. Did you guys notice its name tag? It was Tempest, which is a reference to Tempest from Morph. Which is one of the earlier names considered for Buzz Lightyear earlier in Toy Story 1's development. Oh,
1: that's cool. Very cool. We started out with the name Lunar Larry, but then it evolved to Tempest from Morph and ultimately became Buzz Lightyear.
0: Bill Hader is the only actor to appear in a Toy Story film and Lightyear. He plays Axel the Carnine in Toy Story 4, and in this one he plays that... Lookie, uh, Featheringham's... The feather... feather. <laughs> oh, yeah, the rookie. They made that hard on purpose. Yeah, yes. You yeah. <laughs> did the bit.
3: It's a Featheringham's then, sir. Look, rookie. First, you will not speak unless spoken to. Yes, sir. Still talking. They got you to do the bit.
0: <laughs> Taika Waititi's character is called Mo Morrison, which is actually a reference to a fellow New Zealand actor, Tomorrow Morrison. You may have known him best for playing the part of Django the Fett. Most of the characters share names with bridges in Portland yeah sure I believe that <laughs> Hawthorne, Burnside, Morrison, Steele, and Selwood All bridges Austin will pull up pictures of this bridge. the internal navigator Ivan, which is you know like a GPS yeah is voiced by Mary McDonald Lewis who is also the voice of OnStar's navigation systems. They got the actual GPS guy (laughs) to voice their GPS. This is one of only a handful of Pixar movies that do not feature John Ratzenberger. Maybe that's why it bombed. My best thing is the robot cat character Socks. It is theorized that it's possibly based on Comet, which was a character from the canceled version of Toy Story 3 made by the studio Circle 7, which was a studio that came about when Steve Jobs said Pixar could self distribute in 2004, and Disney tried to play hard bar by saying, Well, we own the Toy Story franchise. We'll make our own Toy Story 3. was a cat character called Common in that version. Fun fact about that version of Toy Story 3 it um, involved Buzz Lightyear toy being uh, recalled to Taiwan, and they would go there. You know what would have been baller? The trivia corner is over, so I just have this question off the top of my head. What if they marketed this like it was a real, like the real guy Lightyear movie, and then you watch the movie? And then after 20 minutes... Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story wakes
2: up and it's just Toy
0: Story 5 <laughs> I'd like
2: that <laughs> they get you. <ya. laughs> <laughs> that'd be the funniest shit ever it's like the start of Toy Story 2 where it's like the Buzz Lightyear video game and like you're yeah. so confused when you first see it cause you're like wait wait
3: what? <laughs> what's yeah. happening it's just an elaborate version of that that'd be funny Ethan what would you think of that twist uh, I think it would be funnier if it was uh, Chris Evans wakes up in bed um. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts playing with his Toy Story toys yeah yeah, yeah, and then it just turns into one of Tanner's very old old videos where he's just t- posing oh, like those old figures. stop
0: motion movies I used to make. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah, like like lighting and everything. That two hundred million dollars was the first thirty minutes, and the rest was nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. the greatest first thirty minutes ever. <laughs> it's like rendered in thirty k. It, mm-hmm. It's sixty frames, but they only export it at twelve, and then interpolate the rest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: AI upscale baby, let's go. He's <laughs> not gonna wobble, trust me, guys. We'll <laughs> look great. Alright, boys, let's get to our final thoughts on Disney Pixar's Lightyear. Ethan, Toy
3: Story 2 Buzz, we'll start with you. Uh could have been better, but pretty fun.
2: Uh Simon, what say you? Uh, I appreciate the artistry behind it. I enjoyed the initial sci-fi concept when I got that he was like going forward in time. But the story was just, it was a fun action movie. Just nothing transformative,
0: Austin. What are your <laughs> final thoughts on Lightyear? Well,
2: you yeah, know, Pixar is one of those
1: studios where sometimes the whole family can experience a really game-changing, incredible movie, and this just isn't <laughs> one of those times. They uh, they they did it like three three times in a row before now, and then and then they just fucking they just fucking wanted to sell toys. I I don't know. I feel like kids are gonna like this just fine. It's just not gonna blow anybody away. It's not up to that crazy Pixar standard. We've all
2: invented.
0: This is like when Pixar went Wally up, Toy Story three, Cars two.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. maybe maybe not that bad. bad again.
0: Maybe not that bad. It's, but it's not that bad, but it's a relative drop-off in quality. Yeah, this one doesn't
1: contain Larry the Cable Guy in a voice role, so it's just marginally better.
0: <laughs> what if Larry the Cable Guy, uh, the played, cable guy. Play, played Buzz? <laughs> okay, that would, that would Wait, be... I'll tell you what, these damn millennial rookies nowadays. <laughs>
3: that sounded absolutely nothing like Larry the... Like, that was impressive.
0: I have never heard Larry the Cable Guy talk, so I assume he sounds constipated. Yeah. yeah seen cars (laughs) I don't know who he plays in cars he's probably a random background character
3: He's Lightning McQueen! Come on! No he's no, not! That's Owen McQueen. Wilson! No, sh- shut up, guys! He's, li- he's Lightning McQueen, guys, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No, yeah. He's like he's Lightning, Lightning McQueen! Can't
0: light me. <laughs> no! Take revenge he's for so the confused. Chairs. Ethan's just getting revenge uh, on me for the chairs.
2: Uh, I don't know what that means. Okay.
0: Um I like I like the movie fine, but I'm harping on it a lot because I felt like it could have been better and it ultimately felt like wasted potential, but they made a really cool virtual IMAX camera out of it. <laughs> now, before we do our outro,
2: Simon, do you have anything you want to plug? Watch, watch Pefus. Check out my, my Instagram at <laughs> Simon underscore says is want to see my art and just stuff that I'm working on, uh, check out my art station. It's just simonburdick.artstation.com. Working on lots of sculptures, working on lots of models. When I finally figure out what my thesis is going to be, I'll plug that someday. <laughs> we'll share it, buddy. Well, I'll make sure. No, thank you for thank you for having me.
0: No, we've been <laughs> wanting to get you on for a while. It's about time. You know what else developed a virtual IMAX camera, guys? What? Yeah! <laughs> The person watching slash listening to this podcast. If you're listening to any of the audio platforms are on, go on down to the review section below. Leave us a review. It boosts us in the algorithm. I'm pretty sure that's not true, but do it anyway. It'll help boost my self-esteem. And if you are... Watching this video on Spotify Video. Hi, I don't think we cursed too much this week. I would hope not. It's a PG family film. And then again, I opened up Sonic 2 with a whole thing about pissing. So maybe that would be pretty smart <laughs> for us, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go on down, mosey on over to our Patreon because I can't monetize Spotify Video. I just found this out recently, guys. The reason I can't figure it out is because you can't. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't anything I was doing wrong. They just don't have that as a feature. Because it's still in beta.
1: Well, that puts the end to a long saga.
0: But since you're getting it for free, you freeloaders, I'm Larry the Cable Guy. Go to Patreon and give us money. Is that closer? No. no. Channel Lightning McQueen and you'll get it. Wow. If um, you're watching this on YouTube, uh, thank you uh, for watching the video. <laughs> what was that on? He almost got it. <laughs> Is he Mater?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh! but yeah, is plays uh, <laughs> in the Galaxy Express 3.
0: <laughs> I'm done with you people! <laughs> Leave a comment down below. What do you think of Lightyear? What do you think of Chris Evans? Do you think the 2004 animated movie is better? And uh, And finally... Simon Burdick, yes or no? Answer that question. Comment below and let me
2: know.
0: <laughs> Way down there. Hit the like button so we know much you like us. Hit the subscribe button so we know much you love us. Hit the bell icon so you know exactly when we upload new videos. Thank you all so very much for watching. Tune in next week when we talk about Here Come the Men in Black. I'm sorry, Ethan. Um, as we talk about uh, Men in Black, a classic sci-fi action comedy. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a guest and everything. It'll be great. Tune in then. Bye. To infinity. And beyond.